You are listening to the Wild Soul Podcast, a podcast for the wild ones. Join me, your host, Queen Namaste, as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path. From wild, inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between. Because really, who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum? another episode of the wild soul podcast you got me your host queen namaste in the house happy hump day woo you guys it is the second week of april i don't know about you but i am pumped up the sun's coming out the flowers are blooming the birds are chirping it's a good time to be alive in my opinion and i just wanted to say hey Thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for coming back and listening to each and every episode. And if you're brand new today, thanks for tuning in. We have a wonderful episode for you today. I have my friend on here who I met through teacher training about four years ago now. We met through yoga. And in that time, I have just seen this woman blossom into this amazing teacher, this inspirational woman. This girl is going to leave an impact on the world. She already has wherever she teaches and people love her. They love her so much. So I am excited for you guys to hear her story. My good friend Barb is on the podcast today. Woo, 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 woo. And Barb shares her story of becoming a teacher and struggling with a abusive relationship. So ladies or gentlemen, if you are in that boat right now and you might need some advice or you just want to hear someone's story and what to do or someone to even to talk to Barb's your girl she says reach out so I'm excited for her to share her story and for you guys to hear it and I don't have anything else to say because I'm just excited and I want to get into the podcast so I won't talk your ear off today maybe another day but right now it's about Barb so here we go Barb, what's going on? Oh my God, so excited to do this. Thanks for coming. Appreciate yeah, of course. You. Also, just like want to just claim that like my voice doesn't sound like this ever, but I was like, oh, cool. It sounds like I'm a smoker. I am not. <laughs> it sounds raspy and sexy. I like it. It's, I, I think the novelty wore off of it being sexy <laughs> for me like a long time ago, but I'm worried I'm never going to sound like anything else. Is it from teaching? Yeah, man. Screaming and yelling at people? Teaching, screaming and yelling. Yeah. It's a good it's a good combination. I'm sure you know it. <laughs> okay, so let's just talk about shit. We'll shoot the shit. And for those that don't, oh your kitty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, another one. Oh my oh. god, they're surrounding you. So cat funny. ladies. Two cat ladies having a conversation over coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for those that have no idea who you are. Give a little elevator pitch of who Barbara B. Who? Foot? Foot? Please never call me food ever again. <laughs> Barb. Okay, Barb. Who's Barb? Yeah, just call me Barb. It's like similar to like Cher or Madonna. We just go like first name only. Barb. Okay. Um, 
elevator pitch. Wow. I feel like I should have some music in the background. Um, I am a fitness trainer, yoga instructor in Vancouver. I am probably one of the busiest people I know. Um, I teach spin, I teach yoga, I teach fitness, teach fitness. And I also work at Lululemon's head office supporting three executives. Supporting three executives? I know, isn't that wild? What does that mean? Tell me more. So my job title is executive assistant. So I literally three of our vice presidents in different areas of the business. I support like their calendar, their day-to-day, their teams, making sure they're fed every day, make sure they get to places on time, make sure they get shit done that they need done. Cool. It's crazy. I know. The assistant to three of them? That's a lot. Three people? Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, I'm sure, you know, like, I never like downtime, never like to slow down. So just matches what I do, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised we even have time to chat. It's like you're always well, I mean, like, literally, I was like, okay, I have one hour and then I can have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And out of the all of that you do, what's your favorite? Um, so right now it's ride. Um, I mean, like, I think teaching in general is just like my favorite thing to do. It doesn't really matter what the platform or what I'm like teaching people, but just being able to kind of like be that safe space for clients, but like even my executives or the people on my team, um, to kind of just like show them like different tools to use in life or like how to let things go or just like giving them that space to just be who they need to be. That's cool. And for those of people that have no idea what ride is, what is ride? Oh, love it. I'm like, okay, this is sick. I like major plug for everything. (laughs) So Ride Cycle Club is a spin studio started in Vancouver. Um, We have four locations right now, three in BC and one in Toronto. Um, And it's like, Shannon came to a class with me one time, but like very badass, in the dark, super loud, by candlelight, um, people all moving to the, like to the beat um kind of like riding as one just giving them that space to like let go be wild scream have a good time sweat or just even think like what the fuck is going on but (laughs) I get a lot of I get a lot of those sometimes um what year did they start that so um I believe ride is rides four just turned four in 2018 Hmm. um and I've been teaching there I'll be two years this summer Wow, two years already? Time flies. It's so funny because I always, don't you ever find like with you, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I've been teaching forever, but like literally this is year four teaching yoga for me, same with you. And I'm just like, I've taught so many classes that it feels like I've been teaching for like 10 years. Yeah. I don't even know how many classes I've taught, like probably over a thousand. Oh, a thousand percent. Over that, maybe two. I don't even know, a lot. I want to find a way that I can like calculate. I feel like it'd be very time consuming and I could find other things to do instead of doing that. But it would be like pretty insane to see like how many clients, how many classes, how many hours of music I've got, how much time I've spent downloading music. Yeah. Your music's sick. It's always been sick. Oh man. Thank you. I I spent a lot of Saturday nights at home by myself making playlists. (laughs) Um, Is Ride um, a franchise or is it owned by one person? Um, so there's, um, three partners that own it. Um, it's a private company who knows what the future will bring as they expand, but, um, Ashley Anders, she is the founder. Um, and then she partnered with two other people, JJ Wilson, he's Chip Wilson's son who started Lululemon. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. It's very wild. So, uh, it's not uncommon to spot JJ at class lots, which is cool. Um, and then Mo Samian, who's like another partner. So there's three of them. And then, um, yeah, four studios. It's a wild ride, man. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, what's, 
I'm just asking for like my, because I'm curious now. Cause when I went to, I went to LA a couple weeks ago and spin cycle was literally on every corner. Wow. Or soul cycle, not spin cycles. <laughs> soul cycle. Some sort of cycling place. <laughs> no, I think there's one in Vancouver, but it's like yellow. Have you ever seen the movie I Feel Pretty? Oh my God, dead. Yes. Yeah. So that's a studio that she goes to, right? So yeah. What? I'm like, ride is cool. Why isn't ride like what? What's so good about Soul Cycle that it's literally fucking on every block? Like ride. Ride needs to be more places. I thought that ride was sweet. Yeah, I know. I mean, the thing with Soul is like it was started in the U.S. and it's. I'm pretty sure it's international. Like they're everywhere. Oh, wow. um, and not to say that like ride couldn't be that, but I think the one thing is, is like you, you like, you need to be able to like crawl before you walked, you know what I mean? So like to have these four studios, it's like, okay, we want them to be like super successful and not that they're not, but just like any new studio, it takes time, right? It takes time to build clients for people to understand like what we do and ride's not for everybody. And that's actually the coolest thing about Vancouver is that there's so many different spin studios um, that's going to offer something to like everybody. So people that might go to soul cycle might not want to go to ride, right? And vice versa, or people might more want or more, well want more of like road cycling so there's places like method and like that kind of thing that offer that and it's like I just think that's like the cool thing about it so it's not really like that competition I would never be like ugh, that other expense to do it's just like not everyone's gonna love ride just like not everyone's gonna love me and that's okay too right yeah that's one thing that I took away from teacher training they're like not everyone's gonna like you and you have to be okay with that I'm like it was a really tough, like really big pill to swallow for oh. sure. I, I was like, everyone's going to love me. And then people are like, no, like you're not. And then, and then everyone's always so critical. And like, I find that I'm like really critical of myself, but you know, it's like if we were to do everything for every single client, it'd be like, you would lose yourself or you'd lose your class or like whatever that charm is that, you know, like I or any other instructor brings. Um, but I definitely think like over time people come to like love you and like same with me and like, yeah, not everybody loves me. I'm so fucking loud all the time. <laughs> loud and crazy and running around like a nut. <laughs> yeah. But people feed off that energy. And I know totally. That's cool. Yeah. What made you, cause the, we met in ox or through oxygen training or wow. We met through yoga teacher training, not oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's political correct um so what made you want to start all this like what was your life like before oh wow yeah. it's so it's so funny I I look back on my year like my year I can just like tell that both of us are brain dead. We're so tired. story of my life it's just like I'm either I'm either working out or sleeping yeah. um I like look back on like the last 10 almost 10 years and my life has done like I want to say a 180, but I, I don't think that does it justice. It's definitely been a 360. I, I mean, like I've always worked out. I used to go to the gym. I would go to the gym like every day. I'd run to the gym. I'd run at the gym for like an hour, run home from the gym, you know, just like always working out. But I never really did like group fitness stuff like that. Any classes, like I'd go to like rec centers. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with rec centers, but like, it's just kind of different when you find like that studio, no matter what type of like class it is that you're like, Oh, you become part of the community, you get to know the people like you love, like the workout or the sweat that you're getting in. But, um, so anyways, I was in a long-term relationship for about five years and, um, I, I literally just like conformed to this, like 
being this person, this like girlfriend, and like was expected to look a certain way and to do certain things and be home at certain times. And like, so all of a sudden this like gym life that I had kind of like depleted and I had to work around um, my partner at the time's schedule. And then, um, you know, and like I moved from North Van to New West to Surrey, like very wild commute for my family and stuff like that. And um, was just kind of like living that routine life. Like it was just like every day getting up, you know, like making meals for my partner, doing all this stuff and like wasn't working out, like wasn't doing these things that I love. But there was also like this expectation of like, oh, you need to look good. You need to be like skinny. Like we need to dress up all the time. Like, like very wild. And I felt like it was this like weird, like, combat with myself and this other person and then like one day one day magically <laughs> um an oxygen opened in delta and i remember i mean like we all know oxygen has this really great one week trial for members for like 10 bucks like how can you go wrong seven days for 10 bucks you're going to go as many classes as you could and i remember i got the trial and my girlfriends and i went and i'd never done any workout like that like never had sweat that much. I think people are mostly addicted to the sweat. <laughs> like that's, you know what I mean? Like the class can be super easy, super hard, but they're just like, yeah, I love that. It. It's how much you sweat. And, um, so I started going and I was like going twice a day and like I was watching my body change and just like being more mindful of like what my weekend plans would look like. You know what I mean? Like if I was like, Oh, I want to catch like an eight thirty power core class on a Sunday. Like I'm not going out on Saturday night. And then it was kind of like this, all of a sudden the shift went from like, me and my like partner at the time being a we to like this other person and Barb and like making sure like, no, like now this is a priority that I want to work out all the time. Um, so I was going out yeah, twice a day all the time, you know, like they had all these deals and I was like buying all these packages. I was like stacked for like a year all the time. So good. And then one of the instructors was like, you should take the teacher training. And I remember thinking like, I'm not fit enough. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm not a size two or like, I don't have a six pack. She was like, no, you'll be great. And I remember it was like, I went and met the trainers, Marilyn, who's like insane, like so amazing, you know. Um, I went to Marilyn and she, and she, I did one of her classes like, and I felt like I was like the worst person doing yoga in the class, like could do a headstand, like could do all these things. And she was like, yeah, we're excited to have you in the program. And like, and no, it's going to be a lot of work, but like, it'll be worth it. And then teacher training came and like, fuck, it was hard. Like, I was like, it was wild. I was so tired. I had so many bags with me all the time, like trying to get all those classes in. And then, you know, like after I, after we graduated, things just kind of started to click. I like, I, you also introduced me to Lou Lemon, helped me get that job at the GEC, which was insane. And, you know, like I was like, okay, I want all these good things in my life. And it was like this real mentality shift. And it only took four months for me to realize like this, this relationship, this place I was living, like was not for me. It was not going to be like in the rest of my life. I didn't see it like in my future life. Um, and like, it took a lot of courage because I was like, it was mentally and physically abusive probably for three years. And then just, you know, like saying like, okay, this is enough. And like finally putting myself first. And I mean, like, yeah, like fitness, Lululemon, like <laughs> I was like major plug, but like fully, fully helped me like get my life back. And like, it's still taking time. Like I've, I moved home to my parents, October 2nd, 2015. I still live at their house, um, which is like fine, but you know, it took a long time to like get back on my feet, like realize like who I really am. Because then there was like, I went from like being in this, learning all this really great stuff, new stuff. 
and like leaving this person being like, okay, like you need to do this on your own. This is not like, this is not the person for you. This is not the life for you. But then it was also like, I was kind of, I wasn't hiding, but I was like this, you know, like fitness was my life. But there was also like, Hey, you need to figure out this other component. Like who are, who is Barb? Like, you know, like what do you love doing? What are you about? Like, what are you, what are your values and that kind of thing? So it's like a never ending journey still, but I feel like the people I meet every day, people I work with every day, um, like really help me see that. And just like taking time for myself, like, Oh, I'm the biggest yes person. I say fucking yes all the time. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll come up with this. I'll do this. Da, da, da. People are like, how's your weekend? I'm like, Oh, I'm dreading it sometimes. It's so busy. Um, but you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's like this big, it's a big journey. Never stops. Never stops. Yeah. That was a lot. Thanks for letting me ramble for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's funny. Everyone says that like, wow, I just rambled that whole time. And I'm like, no, it's great. <laughs> God. Um, so with, with yoga and stuff, do you think the yoga teacher training made you take that leap in, in ending your relationship? I think it, it was part of it. Um, the, like, you know, it's, it's, it's so tough because I, I find, and like, and I don't think everyone's like this, but it's like this slippery slope when you start dating someone or like entering a relationship because yes, you're combining two people's lives into one. Like that's kind of like the end goal, right? I mean, unless like some other people have relationship plans for other things, but you know, it's like you're like merging two lives together, but it's also like, you have to be careful that all of a sudden it's not like one person just like taking on somebody else's life. And that was like such a big learning thing for me. And I've like definitely seen that pattern in any previous relationship. Like I've been, I've probably been in, you know, like three long-term relationships through four. And like, I've always just like, yep, I'm going to do whatever like my boyfriend wants. And, um, I think that was like, okay, like I love yoga. Like I, and like, also like, it's not just yoga, like fitness, you know what I mean? It's both. But I was like, I love doing this. And like, this is so important to me. So like now, like one of my like must haves and like, will be a deal breaker is like, I'm never, I'm never going to give up those classes. I'm never going to stop doing that. And in fact, like, you know, like, I feel like if someone was like, Oh, like teach less. I'm like, no, like next I'm, I'm good. Like, but whereas for me, it's like, I probably feel like if I met the right person or like had something new come to my life, it's like, okay, like I'll make the sacrifice. Like maybe like, oh, I want to, I want to be able to spend more time with my family. So like maybe I would give up a class on a Saturday or something like that. Um, but yeah, the yoga like has like, it definitely was like a piece of it. I would say that like doing my vision and goals with Lululemon was like the real kick in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've done vision and goals for sure. Um, it's just kind of like wild and for like anybody listening that's never done them, it's just like letting your imagination and your heart like into that free space where you can be creative and like really thinking like, what do I want my life to look like in 10 years? They've like since changed the program like a little bit, but like that's the, like the basis is like down the road in 10 years, like what's your best life? And I remember just like talking, like just so calmly talking through the whole thing. Like I wake up, like I'm in my bed. I live in deep cove in North End, like just like so to the detail. And I like, I did include that I was married to someone, but I sure shit knew it wasn't my ex, my, who was my boyfriend at the time. And, um, it was just kind of like, I think after that happened, my team lead who was walking me through it, just like looked at me and was like, I think you probably have some big decisions, you know? And like, no one's ever going to tell anyone what to do, but it kind of just like went down the hill from there. I moved out in October. I did my vision and goals in July and it just like, I feel like he probably felt like he was losing grasp of me. And I was just like, no, this is not what I want. That's good. 
That's good that you had the, um, uh, maybe I guess the intuition that you knew that that wasn't the right relationship for you and that you took the action to actually get out because of a, a lot of girls stay in abusive relationships. Oh, I mean, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's scary, I think. And, um, I, you know, I, I still, I'm still getting over it. It's actually very insane because I feel like I suppressed everything. I mean, like Shan, like I went through, and I think like another thing too, is I try not to like, I really don't try not to dwell on it. Like I, I don't talk about it that much, but when I've like told anybody, like I've just been sitting and chatting with the girlfriends and like talked about like an experience that happened, people are just like jaws on the ground, just like what? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, how are you like able to talk about all these things so calmly? And I'm like, I've just like, I've put it out of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for, for a while, I would say like probably eight months ago, I started having nightmares, which was like really bad. And I was like, oh no, like how is this happening? Oh, no. um, and yeah, it's like, it takes, it takes so, so much to get out. First of all, so much to like break the chains, especially an addiction. I'm able to like, I feel like it's so, I was thinking about this today, like how I wanted to like verbalize it. And it's just like so similar to an addiction. Cause like, I literally went back to him like 10 times, not after the like final breakup, but I like, yeah, a few friends of mine, like moved me out a few times, like fully, like rented a U-Haul, like got a storage locker, moved me out. And like by the next day I'd be like moving back in. And it was just like, it's like a weird chemical imbalance I find. But um, yeah. And you know, like also all my life, I've seen other females like be in shitty relationships. And I think that like when you're like maybe like under 30, it's like, it's easy. And it might not be super extreme. It could be like one end of the spectrum or the other, but you know, I was always like wanting to help my friends, wanting to coach them. Like, no, you need to leave. Like I'll help you. I would do anything for anyone. And then like when I got myself into this like nightmare, it was like kind of like the same thing. And I like wouldn't listen to anyone. I was like, I'm fine, you know? And like to this day, I still like, I remember like what work truck he would drive. And I would like, I'm, I still like, I'm like, oh my God, like, is that him? It's scary for sure. And like, it's scary the effect it can have on people. But I'm like here now. And I hope that like, at some point in my life and like when I talk about it because I, th- I think people don't people don't know that about me at all because like, I'm always like super bubbly and excited and doing all these things and like in the fitness industry I'm like you know like really busy at work but when I talk about it people are just super shocked and I'm like yeah I'm like really glad that I got out and I like I can spin like a million scenarios over those five years that like I'm like oh man he could like kill me so. holy fuck yeah do you want to share any of the story or you're good I mean, like, I can, like, one, when we, like, when we broke up and, like, when I moved out, um, he also, like, he stalked me a little bit, which, like, added to it. But I remember this one time I was teaching at Oxygen to Lawson, and he, like, obviously knew my schedule, and I went to leave, and he boxed my car in, in a parking lot, and, like, was trying to get me to get out, and, like, he, like, didn't look great and got in the got in my car and was like crying and like this part of me that was like still under like this weird like spell like felt bad and like I feel like that's why I always felt bad because like he'd rage and then like he'd be sad and say sorry and whatever but I remember like that happened one time there was many a times when I'd be like I used to teach really late on Wednesdays in New West I'd like be driving home from New West to North Van and like all of a sudden like he'd be behind me he'd follow me like all the way back to North Van and like yeah I mean like lots of scary stuff he like threw furniture at me he like hit me in the face with our dog dog's collar and yeah like I just there's so many things and like just like a lot of things I don't talk about and 
you know, like my fam, like my family doesn't really know about it. And I think like people don't, that's like the biggest misconception with people that are in abusive relationships is that you don't know the half of it. And I think it's really easy to judge on the outside. And, you know, like when I talk about these things and I'm like, I know, like, no, I'm like safe. I'm not like, you know, like, well, I mean, fingers crossed it doesn't come back, but you know, like I'm in this new job. I haven't seen him. I have like a really great support group. My like, I'm back with my family, spending time with my family and I have a really great group of friends, but it's just like, I don't know. The whole thing is wild, actually. <laughs> now I'm like getting lost in this. I'm like, oh. It's wild. It's, like, did you ever feel like after you broke up that you were scared? Like, did he, like, because stalking is fucking scary. And like, yeah, like I had another girlfriend on here too. Like she had an abusive boyfriend too and she left, but then he was being fucking weird and stalking her too. Like, and she almost like got, well, I think she got a restraining order against him, but like, have you ever felt the need to do that? Or like, I, how did it yeah. stop? Did he just get bored and just stopped following you I don't well I don't know like if he got bored but like I would say he yeah, he's, he like he stopped me for probably eight months after wow. I left he like he would show up at my work like I, I remember I was working a late shift at Lululemon at the call center or GC whatever <laughs> and um I remember like he texted me and he was like go out to your car and he was like I left something for you and I was like what and like the person I was working with at the time was like, oh yeah, like you should go see. Cause like people like, are like, what is it? And I remember I went outside and, and this girl Svea, who I worked with, she was like, oh, she was like, she was like, after you left, she's like, I realized I shouldn't have like let you go. But I went and there was like 75 long stem roses at my car. Like I remember bringing them in and like, everybody was like, oh, who is that from? I was like, oh, like, <laughs> Yeah, like no one good like it's not yeah, no one good <laughs> you know and like yeah I was like I was always scared driving places and like the worst part was is like when I had been with him I was still working this like crazy elaborate schedule which he like obviously knew um and so like yeah it was always like it was always I was always nervous working late at night or like having to go home at night or like having to walk to my car I remember one time like and I feel like he was like really pulling at straws at the end trying to like get me back but I remember one morning, like at my parents' house, I went out to my golf, like to go to teach a 6 a.m. class. And there was like a bag of my belongings hanging on my side view mirror. So like he had been at my house and it was just like, I, and I just remember thinking like so many times, like, when is this going to stop? Um, and another, if I could go back and do it, not that I would want to do that over, but I wish I had said something to somebody earlier because all of a sudden, like all these things had happened and I just kept like not not doing anything, not saying anything. And then, you know, like at one point I was really scared for my life and I was like, fuck, like, why didn't I say anything all the other times? He did like eventually go away. And like, it was kind of tough for a while because I met all of my like best girlfriends through him. There's six of us. And um, like, you know, I think sometimes in breakups, like people choose a side and it sucks. But when you have all these like weird behaviors, like, of course, I feel like it was like, oh, no one's going to pick you. Like you're insane now. Um, but you know, like that was even hard for a while. He would be, he'd be getting mad at me. He'd be getting mad at our friends. Like I was friends with you first. Da, da, da. And it's like, well, get over it. Like you're an adult, like, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm still trying to figure things out. And I know that like my message is really powerful. I, I still sometimes don't know like the ways to like talk about it properly. Cause I feel like, again, it's so easy to be like, Oh, all these like, really bad things happen. And then I found yoga and I did, you know, I'm like doing this now, but like, I really want other people to know, like, it's okay. And like, it's okay to talk about it. And it's okay that like these things don't happen overnight. 
if you like want to leave or make a change, you know, it's, it's like, it's a lot, but know that like as shitty as it can be, like it gets better, you know, it does get better. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly. It's not like a microwave effect. Like it took time to get into this relationship. It'll take time to get out of it the way, yeah. you know, do you have yeah. any, yeah. So like if someone's struggling right now with like an abusive relationship, like what would your advice be to them? I mean, like they want, yeah. And they want to leave and they just don't know how. I would say like, talk, like talk to people. And I don't mean just like talk to one friend, you know, like, like tell your family like tell people that love you like that you need support because I I feel like it's even though like you know like Shannon if I told you which I think I did I for sure did I told you you could just be like Barb like leave 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 but and like not that one person doesn't matter but it would be really easy for me to be like oh like it'll get better like I'm just gonna go back whereas like if you have this like support system and like people know and like they know what they're going through and like if it's like and I'm there are situations that are way more violent than them than mine were um, you know, that's like, yeah, like they, these things like need to be thought out well. And like, you know, like you need to have a space to go to. And that's another thing too, is like, I'm really lucky with my family being here and that I could move home. But like, I'm sure there's lots of people in situations that like don't have that. And it's like, they might like be like, not have somewhere to go. So just like being able to like talk to people. And even that like means like someone that's like a counselor or, you know, like a third party that's like neutral, like make that step. Um, and the more people you tell, the more real it becomes because I feel like for me, when I was in it, these things would happen and I wouldn't talk about it. And I'd be like, Oh, like that. No, like it did happen, but it's like easy to be like, Oh, it didn't happen. Whereas like when he started telling people like, Oh, you know, it, it's like, okay, it's real. Now these people know, and they're going to hold you accountable and they care. Like it might seem like they don't care, but cause it's like, it can get like a little bit like intense, but like people care. People are always, always going to care about others well beings. I find so talk to people for sure like read up on something if you need to find someone to like talk to or call like maybe it's like yeah maybe it's not your friends maybe you don't feel comfortable telling your family but like find someone that you feel confident in combining in and like tell them like I'm sure like I'm sure there are like people and like organizations that will help women or even men if they're in that situation I can't just say like it's only women but yeah I mean take the take like take the step like definitely take the step because there's life on the other side. And I will say, even though like three and a half years now, like later I'm single still. And that's like tough to swallow. Cause I'm like, I'm the other day I literally called myself and was like, what was, what if I was supposed to marry that person? Like, what if I was supposed to have kids with them? I know I know. Right. And it's like, again, the psychological thing, which is like, you know, even if I wanted to meet someone right now, like I'm too fucking busy I'm changing the world one <laughs> class at a time, but it's like, you know, and I think all females, like those thoughts will creep into their head, whether they have been in a shitty situation or not. But you know, it's just like, there's always gonna, there's somebody out there. I just keep telling myself, I'm like, my person's out there. He's just like taking a long ass flight to see here, like to get to me. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like doing a few other things right now. Yeah. And it's, yeah, like there's no, there's no point in rushing into things because like, if you're meant to be with somebody, like you're going to be with them for the rest of your life. And like, it sucks when you have to like learn. Some people have to learn. Like I've had a lot of learnings, <laughs> but I mean, you know, like when you figure it out, it's like, okay, it all makes sense. It all clicks. And it's just like easy. Yeah, the painful shit is meant to be there to help, like, teach you something or, you know, lead you down a different path. So, yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you got out of it. Thank you. I know. I just, it's so funny. I was listening. Somebody, the radio was playing another, like, this guy's podcast the other day, and he was like, 
for somebody to like learn and grow, you have to put yourself in the situations that you don't want to be in. Not like dangerous, but like those things that you don't want to do. Because if you're literally only doing things that you're good at or that you want to do, like, what is that? You're just like in a silo. But like those things that you might not want to do or like try something once, like it's worth it. And if that means like being single for three and a half years, like that's okay. Because like I found so many other things along the way. And you know, like not even telling this story to people. I every, like every single day I have clients texting me and like messaging me and being like, you know, like that one phrase you said in class, like made the whole difference. Like somebody this morning, I taught a Florence, Florence in the machine class versus Adele. Very wild, by the way. Um, and like, I had a client text me after class. Oh my God, what is she saying? I'm going to read it. I just won't say her name. Um, but like it literally like makes me just realize I'm doing the right thing. So she was just like, thank you so much for a great class today. My best friend's dad passed away last night. He was like my second dad and her sister is getting married today. It took me everything in my power to get to class this morning. And once that class started, I knew it was exactly where I needed to be. Thank you for giving me 50 minutes to disconnect and get lost so I can face this day. Like, wow, I just got chills. Dude, like I, I like, I, I get those encounters all the time. And like, you know, like I, I taught a ride class the other day and um, you know, like my, like my thing as a fitness instructor is like, I am who I am. And I had a hard time with like my like body acceptance for a long time, but like, I'm the biggest supporter of it now. You know what I mean? I don't care if someone is a size 20 or a size zero, like love your body and like, you know, like how you look. And, um, I had this person come ride my class. She's an angel. I'm obsessed with her now. And she was like, I just want you to know that like, she was like, I was able to ride in my sports bra today. I like just didn't care. Cause she was like, how you set the tone for the class. And I was like, what? Like, that's wild. When I first started taking yoga, I would not take a class without like wearing a shirt or a tank top. I was like so self-conscious and now like, I try to be in as little clothing as possible, but. <laughs> that's so awesome. I love it. So exciting. It. And it's just like, just that little, um, ripple effect, you know, like for you showing up to class that way and putting on that face, it gives space for others and then they'll pass it on to other people and other people. And you just don't know how many people you're actually touching. I know. And I, I forget that all the time, but the really cool thing is, is like, and you know, like I remember like Marilyn and, and Samara told us in our teacher training is like, you are going to be as an instructor, you're going to be like their counselor their shoulder to cry on the person they might like be mad at if they're mad at something else like you know like their idol like there's so many things and I forget I just like forget that sometimes you know and I know that most people like a lot of people come to class and it's like I've had a shitty day like oh I just broke up with somebody or some broke up with me or whatever and like they come to let go and the really cool thing is because there was like some really tough shit that happened last year is that like you know like the couple of times that I like got to class, got on that podium or like got on my mat to teach a class. I was able to be like fully transparent and was like, this is what's coming up for me. Like I need you guys to be here for me today. And like, well, the energy is like, it's indescribable when that happens. It's like, it means the absolute world. So while sometimes I might come home after teaching four classes in a day and I'm like, oh, fucking drained. Like people are taking it out of me and that's okay. Like that's what I signed up to do. But those days that I need my clients, they're like a thousand percent there for me. Yeah, and you have a really big calling. People love you. Oh, it's insane. It's crazy, man. It's so crazy. Oh, cool. Ooh, so what's next for Barb? Oh, I, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> People, no, and I. It's so funny because I like did. I remember I did these vision and goals, and I wrote this like I did it. I printed on the. They have like a, they had a piece of paper with like you put your photo in, and you'd be like, 
this is for like 10 years with the date. Mm-hmm. And I was like so convinced and I knew what I wanted. And then, you know, I, I've gotten really into like ride and like, I love my job. I love Lululemon. Um, and people are like, what's your goal? And I'm like, I don't know, man, I'm living, I'm living in right now. I'm like so busy being in right now. And like, not that I won't have a plan. And like, I know that eventually I'll probably slow down. Like I, I'm saving to buy a house. That's why I work so fucking much. Um, house apartment whatever a tent I don't care at this point like anything like at this rate with the market I'll only have a a tent made out of like one blanket um but you know I I just like know that eventually I'll slow down and be able to like kind of like just chill it on a Sunday or Saturday and like go for a walk like I'm looking outside it's glorious and I'm like yeah I'm definitely gonna go into my dark bedroom and have sleep for four hours um but yeah I just like ride is like it's everything to me right now. And oxygen, so amazing. I mean, I'm only, I was, it's so, it's so funny when I did teacher training, I think right out of the gate, I was at like six studios. I had like 28 classes a week, worked full time. It was like, it was very fucked. Um, and then I kind of like, you know, and like the tough thing is, and like he probably knows as an instructor, it's hard to like be at all these places because you never really like connect with people. And connection is like, the most important thing in my life. Um, I literally was put on this earth to connect people. Um, and so I kind of like, I down downsized downsized from like six to five to four to two. And, you know, it's like now, um, I was teaching in new West and at oxygen and in Yale town. And I was kind of only in new West for one day a week for so long. And like, I loved it. The clients were literally everything, you know, I mean, that was like one of the first studios I ever worked at and I held on to it because of the people, but you know, it was kind of like, it was almost like draining me, like just the commute. Once I got there, it was so good, but I kind of made that choice. Like I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm only going to be at one studio. And so I kind of, I said goodbye to the newest studio in October of last year, which was so hard. It was like the most surreal feeling. And like, again, like you just realize how many, how, like I realized how many lives that I touched every single Wednesday that I was there. And then like every single other day that I used to teach there, cause I was there like seven days a week. And, you know, now I'm at Oxygen Yale Town and sometimes I'm just like, I need to like, I need to take a break and like ride is a non-negotiable for me. Like I'll never give it up. And so I'm sometimes I'm like, do I need to take a break? But I'm just cruising right now. I mean, like I'll figure it out. I'm just like, I think that's the biggest thing is like, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm just want to live in this moment because people all the time are so busy. Like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, there are those things in the back of my head, but it's just like, I'm enjoying every single class. I'm enjoying every single interaction with every client. I'm just like enjoying spending time with my family and my friends and like getting to know people. So, I mean, who knows? That's honestly awesome advice because uh, so many people don't live in this moment, which really this moment is the only, like, what am I trying to say? <laughs> this it's moment. the only thing you like have right now. You exactly. know, what I mean? life only truly exists right here, right now, not fucking the past. Cause that's wrong. Future's not there. Like you're either like worried about the future or have anxiety. And if you have anxiety, you're not living in the present moment totally you know so so I mean some people might argue with me on that and like yeah like okay like no like if I was to give like a rough estimate like estimate I want I will want to teach less classes I'll want to work less I will want to like I will be with someone I will meet my partner and I will buy a place but I mean right now I'm like having the time of my life and there's like there's never a day that I like get on my bike roll up my mat that I'm like I don't want to be here like never you know, like even when I'm like deathly ill, like super sick, I'm like, nope. Like I want to be here as soon as that music goes on, as soon as I pe- like see people working hard. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Nothing else really matters. Yeah. There's nothing like it. It's such a great feeling. 
I know. I'm like so glad that we can like share that. So yeah, where can people find you if they want to take your class? Tell them your sketch. Where can they find me? So I'm at Ride Cycle Club at all three locations. We have one in North Bend, um, just off Lonzo, one in Yaletown, and then one in Kitsilano. We just opened um, a few months ago. I'm at Oxygen Yaletown Tuesdays and Thursdays in the evening. Ride every day. Just literally, I'm the only bar. <laughs> I'm ride every day, twice a day usually. And then um, other than that, Monday to Friday, I'm just like usually at my at my office or like running, doing outrageous errands for people and just making people smile. Making people smile. Yeah. Or actually my new fad is Legree West. If you haven't been to it, check it out. It's just like wild Pilates reformer machine. And I'm like convinced that I'll have a six pack by the summer. So <laughs> check that out too. Cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing your story. Oh my God, dude. Thanks for having me. Even yeah. though both of us are like, our yeah. eyes are closing. <laughs> <laughs> our naps are near. Our naps are near. And I love my naps. I know. Gotta get it in. Honestly though, like, yeah, just like we're talking about how teaching, you never know like who you're connecting with. I like this platform. You never know who's listening. And yeah, like sharing your story. If someone else is struggling, like in a relationship, you know, that know that they're not alone and fucking everyone goes through some type of shit. So yeah. And to be honest, like if there's anybody that is listening that like doesn't feel like they can take that step, like 1 million percent, I'd be fine receiving like a direct message from anybody and like would talk them through it. So make sure you check out uh, bunny barb B <laughs> on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I mean, just know that you're not alone and you may feel alone, but like, I'm, I mean, I'm happy to chat to anybody and just like, know that you need to let people in. Don't shut them out yeah oh perfect advice thanks buddy i'll link all your shit love it link it up, you. <laughs> link it up. <laughs> thanks so much for taking the time and chatting hanging out dude so good i feel like this is like the most i've seen you in a long time i've only ever seen you for like four minutes in between classes in the west i know, I know it's sad wild times yeah awesome thank you love right. you thank you <laughs> I just like want people to know that Shannon is falling asleep in her hand right now. <laughs> she is. This is so great. I get it. I get it. That life though, sometimes. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, only post a photo of your face, please, on my podcast. Not even a photo of me, just you. Oh, See you later, buddy. Hey, pal. Okay. Bye. Bye. That is our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've listened this far, do your buddy a favor and either subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. It really helps new podcasts get seen and heard by different ears and people. So if you are still listening, that would be a really cool thing for you to do. Thank you so much. If you guys know someone that has an amazing story and would like to be featured, please feel free to email me at shannonpetersfitness.com. You can visit my website at queennamaste.com or find me on Instagram at the wild soul podcast or queen.namaste. See ya next Wednesday.